The following program is sponsored by the National Prayer Chapel. There is a judgment greater than anything you've ever known. It won't be long. Your life will pass by as a vapor and you will stand before the judgment seat of God. And every secret deed and thought, every wrinkle, every spot will be in view. Before the one who knows all things, the Lord of Lord and King of Kings, you know the one you never knew. While you have breath, you have a choice to make in life. Turn away from your sin and believe on the risen Christ You can find peace in Him from the judgment that's to come He is the shelter from the coming storm All creation shakes at the mention of his name He has power over life and death Every knee will bow and tongue confess Heaven and earth will proclaim That Jesus Christ is Lord To the glory of the Father Will you bow, will you surrender To His majesty He can save you from the might Of all your sin the fight in which he stands in perfect victory while you have breath you have a choice to make in life turn away from your sin and believe on the risen Christ You can find peace in Him From the judgment that's to come He is a shelter from the coming storm While you have breath 
you have a choice to make in life Turn away from all your sin And believe on the risen Christ You can find peace in Him From the judgment that's to come He is a shelter From the coming storm He's the only shelter From the coming storm If ever there was a time to pray, now is that time. The black horse of the apocalypse is charging across the world, bringing famine, destruction of income, bringing total destruction to the middle class in America and in Europe and famine will follow soon behind. And then quickly after the black horse will come the pale horse, the horse of death, with Hades coming behind. It will be a time of great persecution for Christians as they are scapegoated, as they are denounced by the liberal one-world government people. If ever there was a time to pray, now is that time. And we're holding today a prayer meeting. And you're welcome to call and pray. Let me give you the phone number. 877-534-0780. Again, that phone number. 877 877- Five three four zero seven eight zero. Roe versus Wade has been reversed, and I suspect that they will also be reversing some other decisions by the Supreme Court that will increase the rage and anger of the leftist, of the occultists, of the death cult. But God is on the march. And he is going to straighten out the wrongs and make them right. But it will bring total war on the world. I want to read for you as we begin today Colossians, the second chapter. I have to say this sometimes. Precious people of God, get their their life in a knot over things that are not really that vital, but they make them vital. I want to read this for you. And please, would you just adhere to the word of God? 
Would you listen? And and this is not the only passage that says this. Paul says the same thing in the book of Romans. The writer of the book of Hebrews, if that was the apostle Paul, says the same thing in Hebrews 3 and 4. Let me just read this for you. While you're jumping on the telephone and calling, 877 534 0780. The lines are wide open. You're welcome to call now. Colossians, the second chapter. I'll begin reading with verse 9. For in Christ, all the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form. And you have been given fullness in Christ, who is the head over every power and authority. In him you were also circumcised in the putting off of the sinful nature. If you still have the sinful nature, and you're still struggling with it, it means you have not yet been circumcised by Jesus Christ, and you need to desperately cry out to God that he would do this in your heart and in your life. For you cannot enter into the kingdom of God with this sinful nature walking and controlling and troubling you. Not with a circumcision done by the hands of men, but with a circumcision done by Christ, having been buried with him in baptism and raised with him through your faith in the power of God who raised him from the dead. When you were dead in your sins and in the uncircumcision of your sinful nature, God made you alive with Christ. He forgave us all our sins, having canceled the written code with its regulations that was against us and that stood in opposition to us. He took it away, nailing it to the cross. And having disarmed the powers and authorities, He made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them by the cross. Therefore, do not let anyone judge you by what you eat or drink or with regard to a religious festival, a new moon celebration, or a Sabbath day. These are a shadow of the things that are to come. The reality, however, is found in Christ. The reality is found in Christ. This broadcast stands by faith in the mighty power of a crucified and resurrected Lord Jesus Christ. I have been redeemed by the blood of Jesus The old nature has been removed by the circumcision of Jesus Christ in my heart. I pray you can say the same thing if you can't. Your first area of prayer needs to be to read this passage in Colossians, the second chapter, and cry out to God until the work is done. We have a caller. Let's take that caller now. Welcome. Please pray. Father, 
Holy, holy, holy are you today, right now. I praise you, and I lift my love and prayers to you. Amen. Blessed is your name, Lord Jesus. Mighty is your power, Lord God Almighty. Because of your crucifixion and resurrection, you and you alone are the Savior of my life. Yes. I declare today my life is yours and yours alone. This reason, this season of my life is hard for me. I know how I know I fight against myself, but I know you can deal with it. I stand today on Jesus' promise in Matthew 19:26, with God all things are possible. Sometimes I feel like giving up because of myself, because it seems stronger than me. But your word says that greater is he that is in me than, than he that is in the world. Nothing is too complicated for you, God, as you have created me. When the storm seems so fierce, remind me how great you are, my God. Glory be to your name. And when the enemy fills my mind with fearful thoughts, remind me that myself is one of those created beings. Fill me with the strength and resolve that I may stand and walk in victory beside you. Let the hope of eternity fill my heart so that I can rise and stand firm on your promises. I want to stand on you, Jesus. You are my rock. You are my salvation. Forgive me for my selfish decisions, selfish actions, and the me attitudes that have gotten me into this place. If I've offended or hurt anyone by my words or actions, I pray for their forgive, pray for their forgiveness and my forgiveness and most of all yours. I await your correction and eagerly receive your loving and kind forgiveness and eagerly await your touch that will change me forever. In Jesus' name I pray. Praise the wonderful name of Jesus, my Savior, my Lord. Amen. Amen. Brother, thank you. Thank you, brother. Our our number is 877-534-0780. If there was ever a time to pray, now is that time. You're welcome to call now. The phone lines are open. Mr. Producer, do we have any calls coming in? Okay, those lines are waiting for you. I've preached everything I could give to you this week by the Spirit. And now it's your turn to come with testimony and prayer. Would you pray? Almighty God, I know that now is the time to pray. I hear the hoofbeats, and I see the black horse charging across the the landscape. And he's taking from us everything that we think is our security, stripping America of money, of food, of shelter. Lord, I pray that you will raise up your faithful church in this hour that you will help each person to know where they need to be, where they need to go, and how they need to stand 
let the old nature be dealt with. Lord, you say, having canceled the written code with its regulations that stood against us, that stood opposed to us. Lord, it says you made us alive with Christ and you forgave us our sins. Lord, I stand by faith that my sins are forgiven and that you have utterly removed from me the old nature that I am living in you, Jesus, and walking by faith in your mighty power and authority, that this sinful nature has been crucified with you, Jesus Christ, that you have done this work of circumcision. Lord, I thank you for this gift, and I ask for every person listening today that your spirit will go forth searching after them, Lord, it is so hard for some of us who have established such long-term habits, ways. Lord, would you change any way in our hearts today that take us onto forbidden ground, that take us into the house of the the devil and the demons? Lord, I ask that you would set your people free today, that you would break the bondage, that you would come with your love and your mercy and your grace. Lord, I confess today I have no power in myself, that there is nothing good that resides in me. It is all you. And Lord, I thank you that you come and reside in us. I praise your name. I worship you. Jesus, thank you. Thank you, mighty God. Have your way today. Break every way. Break every habit. Take every taste from our mouth for the world, the flesh, or the devil. Let us hunger after you, Jesus, that we might enter into your kingdom. Oh, Lord, come quickly. We cry out to you today, Jesus. I thank you for reversing Roe versus Wade. I now ask that many other unjust, ungodly decisions made by our Supreme Court will be reversed in the name of Jesus. I ask that you would remove the evil leaders of our nation and replace them with godly men and women. I pray the same thing for our churches, that every ungodly and evil pastor will be removed and exposed. I ask, Lord, for a great shaking in your church today across this nation. I ask for an awakening in the name of Jesus. Lord, thank you. Thank you, mighty one. I wait upon you, Jesus. I wait upon you, my Lord. And I glorify your name. I glorify the name of Jesus. 
Thank you, my Lord. Amen. Our phone number is 877-534-0780. We have seen the absolute ugliness of the ungodly who have risen up in our nation against every moral righteousness. We have seen the pedophiles arise. We've seen every perversion arise. And it seems that they have the spotlight of our nation. I've seen the entertainment arise, the entrepreneurialism arise in the church. Lord God, deal with us faithfully. I pray in your mighty name. Amen. We have another caller. Welcome. Please pray. We thank you, Heavenly Father, that you are a God who hears our prayers and answers them. Lord, uh, you're in heaven and we're here on earth, but Lord, we are connected. And I thank you, Heavenly Father, that you hear the smallest of prayers and that you have mercy on us and that you come down and you reveal yourself to, to our hearts when we ask with sincerity. And I thank you, Heavenly Father, that you're doing this work, that you're opening blind eyes and deaf ears, Lord. You're calling people to yourself. I thank you, Heavenly Father. I worship and I honor you. I magnify your name. I glorify your name. Lord, you are King of kings and Lord of lords. And I thank you, Father, that you're ever responsive to us, Lord, that you don't neglect us and you don't leave us as orphans. But, Father, you are with us. And in us, and thank you, Heavenly Father, that you watch over us and that you carry us when, when we uh, can't walk on our own and we can't do things. Because Father, we are, we are needy. We're a needy people, and you carry us. And I thank you, Heavenly Father, that you carry us. That you, that you are uh, are a loving God and a caring God, and we worship you, Father. Lord, we know that the time is growing short, that you're coming very soon, and we look forward to your coming. But until then, we know, O oh Lord, um, in the book of Revelations, that you are telling us, Lord, that there's going to be hard times. And there's going to be times, O oh Lord, where um, there's, going to, there's not going to be uh, the plenty that we've had. We've had so much plenty, and we've had uh, a good life. You have blessed America and have given us so much. But, Father, that time is coming to an end. And we realize, Lord, that uh, depression and famine are, are just uh, right ahead of us. And, and I, I pray, Father, that you will encourage and help us, Lord, because, Father, your word says that. Uh, not to worry about these things because you care for the lilies of the field and father that uh, they they don't spin or toil and uh, the birds of the air they don't reap or sow but father you take care of them and how much more are you going to take care of us and i thank you heavenly father that we don't have to worry and you hate worrying and um, we uh, can uh, see that you're taking care of your own and uh, we love you, Lord, because uh, of your promises, and we stand on your promises. And I thank you, Heavenly Father, that we can trust in you in all things. 
and uh, that you are faithful to to hear our prayers and to be with us. I thank you, Father, for your many blessings. And I pray, Father, that you will awaken the church in these last days, in these last hours, because the church is sleeping. And, Father, we're not prepared. Most of us are not prepared. We can talk about it and think about it, but, Lord, we're not prepared. And so I pray, Father, that we will cling to you and lay our all on the altar. And, Father, that we would sacrifice ourselves, Lord, and not worship ourselves. But, Father, we would worship you and put all things um, before, uh, put to put you first in all things, Lord, and to put ourselves last, because that's how joy comes, Jesus first and others second and ourselves last. So I thank you, Heavenly Father, for your word and that you teach us, Lord, how we can have joy and, and how we can have peace in these last days, knowing that these times are, are ahead of us. And I pray, Father, that you will help us to prepare and get ready and uh, stand and be strong. And we'll have our armor on, Lord, that we would um, have the helmet of salvation on on our head and the breastplate of righteousness. Lord, that we would walk in righteousness, that we would walk and talk like you, and we would be like you. We would serve you in all things and bend and bow our knees before you. I just thank you, Heavenly Father, that you have given us an instruction book of how to to live. And I pray, Father, that you will awaken us and awaken the church to be strong in these last days. I ask these things now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you. God bless you. Mm-hmm. God bless you. One of our listeners has become more and more aware of the hour in which we live. And she began to pray and say, Lord, would you show me the path? Would you show me the path? And she went to sleep. She's not used to having prophetic dreams. She's not a prophetess. She's a believer in Jesus. She went to sleep and immediately began to dream. And she saw black horses charging across the land. And then white horses or pale horses charging across the land. Of course, she's seeing the third and fourth horse of the apocalypse. The black horse is now charging across America bringing famine, loss, homelessness. It's going to grow much worse. There's going to be a total financial reset. Bloomberg tells us this. Mainstream media tells us this. Well, what do you think a financial reset means? It means the banks are going to close for a time. It means that there will be a new currency. It means that our dollars will lose their value. We're in trouble. And the pale horse, the fourth horse of the apocalypse, is preparing to gallop across the land. 
and he will bring death and Hades and great persecution. We have a couple callers. Let's take the first one, Mr. Producer. Welcome. Please pray. Yeah, Heavenly Father, we come before you, dear God, acknowledging our sins, dear Father God. We know that you alone are God, dear Father God, and we ask that, that you continue to guide us, protect us from the harms and dangers of this world, dear Father God. We ask that you would give us righteous leaders, dear Father God, who would come and lead this, us into the way that you have told us that we should walk, dear Father God. We know we are all sinners, dear Father, saved by grace, dear Father. We acknowledge our faults. We acknowledge our wrongdoing, dear Father God. And we know that you have cleansed us, dear Father, from our sins, and we believe that, dear Father God. We ask that we come together in unity and in peace, dear Father, not tearing each other down, dear Father God, but to build each other up, dear Father God, acknowledging, dear Father, that you are my God. You are my Savior, dear Father God. You saved me from destruction, dear Father God. I praise you, I glorify you, I magnify your holy name, dear Father. We thank you for all those who have prayed ahead before and given us the direction, dear Father God, that you would be with them and strengthen them. Strengthen, dear Father God, the household, dear Father God, and this abortion, dear Father God. Stop it so we know that abortion is not of you, dear Father God. We know what sin is. We know it's not of you, dear Father God. Help us to seek your faith, dear Father God. And to really cry out and mean what we say there, Father God. Let the words of our mouth and the meditations of our hearts be according to your word, O Father, not according to our righteousness, which is not what you have taught us. Continue to be with us there, Father God. Open blind eyes, open blind ears there, Father God. And let us recognize that you alone are God and we cannot save ourselves there, Father God. It's only the blood of Jesus, dear Father. You suffered for us. You died for all, dear Father God. Let this, dear Father God, be the day when everyone, dear Father, would give their lives to you, dear Father. We acknowledge you as the only God. There is no other God but you. And they know that, dear Father God. We all know that you are the only God. You revealed it to us, dear Father God. And we ask that we would worship you in spirit and in truth, dear Father God. That we'll come to you, dear Father, acknowledging that you alone that's worthy to be praised. We know that you created the world. It said so in Genesis 1 and 1. In Revelation 22, it tells us the same thing, that you are the God, oh God. You created everyone, dear Father. And they know that you have created them. And so we ask that you be worshipped, dear Father, that you made us holy. And that we should live holy, dear Father God, in our lives, in every day, our speech, in the way we think, dear Father, the way we treat each other, in Jesus' almighty name, dear Father God. Father, thank you, dear God. We ask that you will come quickly, dear Father God, and do a walk that you have promised that you would do. And you'd ask us not to faint, dear Father God. You said, do not give up, dear Father. Be strong, and that you will come, dear Father. We ask that you come quickly, dear Father. Give us righteous government, righteous government, O oh God. Remove what is not of you, O oh Father, and replace it with those who would worship you, dear Father God. Give us more Daniels, O oh Father, in the name of Jesus, dear God, that yes. they would not be afraid to worship you in spirit and in truth. O oh Lord God, come quickly, come quickly and help us, O oh God, we pray. O oh Lord, dear Father God, let us just Love each other the way that you ask us to love, not with just words or just speaking, but doing it in truth, dear Father God. 
Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O God, my Savior, my Redeemer, my Lord, my soul and coming King. In Jesus' name we pray and give you thanks. Amen. Amen. God bless you, sister. Thank you. Okay, we have another caller, Mr. Producer. Welcome. Please pray. Father, thank you for working in our lives and in our nation. Thank you for working in my life, answering questions I have. And and I praise you for that because I am undeserving, but you are good. And um, I pray that your kingdom will come and that your will will be done. I pray that we would see more victories. I pray that we would turn to righteousness in our nation. I pray that you'd send an awakening Yes. Please bring conviction of sin. I pray that eyes will be opened to the truth. I pray pray that people's hearts would be changed because it's truly about having our hearts changed by you. I pray that many people would would fully submit and and trust in you to, to follow you. Thank you that you want everyone saved. There's no one who's unable to come to you. I, I just I, I ask that you would um, show that you are good, that you are forgiving, because so many people question your goodness. And I pray that you would reveal yourself to them that you are good, you do love them, and you are willing to forgive. Of course, I, I pray that there would also be um, a conviction of sin that people would see their condition before you, but that they would also see that you are ready to forgive. I pray that as a nation, you would lead us to repentance and faith in you. Thank you so much for um, working in us and working throughout history. Thank you for, for always using things for good. I pray that you would intervene in our nation and in in other nations, especially the ones that are going through so much for um, Nigeria and Myanmar and Ukraine. I pray that you would lead people to yourself during this time. Please have your way. Pray that all wickedness will be overturned. Please be glorified in us and your people. Yes. I pray that you'd give us more passion for the lost and for those suffering. And I pray that you give us passion to know you. Let us not be caught up in selfishness. I pray that I would have all selfishness removed. Please. Please take away all barriers, all obstacles. I pray for your uh, blessing on Pastor Ray and for this broadcast that you would work through, work through him, and, and that you would be glorified. Yes. 
pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Kayla. It's good to hear from you. Thank you. God bless you. Bye. Okay. Our phone number, 877-534-0780. Welcome. We have another caller. Please pray. Todd, um, Father, thanks again for giving us this opportunity to live again, to exalt your name. Your name must always be regarded as holy, high and lifted up, unique. And we thank you for another day of being able to draw breath and becoming more like Jesus through your mercy and grace so that we can be blessings to other people. Um, so that we can be chosen to enter into your kingdom. Um, and we we ask that you continue to, to change people's hearts and awaken us into thirsting after righteousness. Um, we thank you for following behind others who are only half converted uh, to help them to, to stand up and have you complete your crucifixion process with them and in them, um, since Jesus doesn't expect us to be excluded from the kingdom by judgment. And we, we all want to enter in, and so we have to go through this spiritual death of being crucified and forgetting about ourselves and our own desires. Um, we've demonstrated a lot of lawlessness, which is, is, is prevalent in the church, we would choose things for ourselves and and um, what we want to do and what we want to be. But we should be focused on helping you humble our hearts, changing our hearts uh, to remain independent on on your mighty name and, and the, the mighty name of Jesus uh, because Christ has the victory. But we don't have that. Uh, we don't want to have the struggle in the bondage of sin. So we're looking to you to break every chain of biases in so we can't do it. And we have to wait on you to do that. Um, uh, We we don't want to use your great name to to fail, but to to strengthen the hands of our preachers and to give them a backbone to give a gospel uh, with truth and holiness. Um, We... We, we, I guess we pray these things if if the son, your son, approves of this. Amen. Amen. God bless you, brother. 877-534-0780. We have time for... Another couple quick calls. Would you call and pray now? 877-534-0780. If you're driving, pull over to the side and call us. And pray. I can tell you we still are living in Washington, D.C., largely untouched 
Oh, our grocery bill is higher and our gas price is higher. But most of the country is not like Washington, D.C., where the pig trough is out and everybody's in it. We're in trouble. This nation's in trouble. Our churches are in trouble. We need to pray and let the Lord change our hearts. Let the Lord give to us the gift of concern and compassion. You know how you can become concerned about the lost? Identify those you know and begin to think about where they're going to spend eternity. And as you focus on them and you begin to raise their name before the precious Lord Jesus, compassion will start to flow in your heart. I know. That's how I do it. I listen to the Spirit and I say, okay, I'll pray for this person. Then I soon find myself weeping before the Lord for them, touching the throne of grace for them. I'm praying like that for, for many. I hope you're doing the same. But right now it's time for public prayer, time to, to raise up and bear testimony that Jesus is the Christ and that all things are in his hand. We have time. Would you call and pray right now? 877-534-0780. If you don't know what to say, take your Bible out, go to the Sermon on the Mount, and there you'll find the Lord's Prayer. Just call and pray the Lord's Prayer. It's a powerful prayer. If you need to, write your prayer out before you call and just read it. But let the Spirit of God direct you. We need to pray. Things are becoming very, very, very painful and and harmful. Darkness has come over our land. The light of the gospel is being extinguished even in the churches. Lord, I just come lifting up your mighty name and crying out for the churches of this nation, especially the churches of the capital of Washington, D.C., because, Lord, there are so many, there's so many pastors in this city who have never proclaimed the true gospel. They've given a, a sugary gospel of love but they've never told of the justice and the wrath of our God. They've never preached righteousness. They don't know even the most fundamental issues of the the gospel of righteousness. They teach, Lord, the sinning Christian. Lord, I pray for the pastors of Washington, D.C., Many are arrogant and have become hard-hearted, comfortable in their big salaries. Lord, I cry out to you, would you come? Would you deal with the pastors of Washington, D.C., where the power elite reside? 
Lord. I know there is only one way, and that is the straight and narrow road. I know there is a broad way, but that leads to destruction. Lord, would you come with mighty power and open the eyes of your people that they would not settle into their comfortable denominationalism, but they would rise up and say, I must must have Jesus. Oh, Lord, I pray that the gospel, the true gospel, could go forth in power in this city and that revival could break out. That your spirit will come and move across this city, the capital of America. Lord, I ask that you would center the prayers of God's people across this nation upon Washington, D.C., and cry out before you for a great awakening of godliness and holiness with repentance and tears. Lord, come quickly, lest we perish. I pray in your holy name. Amen. Our phone number... 877-537-1111. You're welcome to call and pray. The lines are all wide open. We're waiting on you. Are you there? Are you there? Will you pray? Almighty God, all I can do is lift your name up. All I want to do is lift your name up and serve you, Jesus. Not in the way of this world, not in the way of flesh, but the way of holiness. I pray, Lord, you will come and circumcise the hearts of your people. I pray that you will come and turn the heart of your people back to you, Jesus. For we are like the nation of Israel and Judah, given to such wickedness and perversion. And then you had to send judgments. Lord, I know this time the judgments are going to be the final judgments of earth's history, for we have come to the end. And you are now preparing those final judgments that will be poured out upon our nation and upon the world. And either men are going to repent or they're going to harden their hearts and curse your name. Lord, would you come with mercy in your wings and call together a remnant of people who will repent, who will pray, who will lay their lives down, who will give up their ways and seek you, Jesus. Come quickly, Lord, for we need you. Lord, we are a destitute people. 
were a people compromised with darkness and wickedness. Some people say to me, Pastor, I can't even find a place to go and worship where they really want Jesus. It's all a show. It's all entertainment. It's all smoke machines and strobe lights and bands and rock and roll. Jokes and laughter. Or it's cold formalism with ritual. Rigidly following the church calendars thinking that in those calendars they will have salvation. But you're not in them. Lord, would you come and would you rescue us? In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Well, we have time for one more call. We have five minutes left in the broadcast. We have time for one more quick call. Will you call and pray? 877-534-0780. I'm waiting on you. I'm waiting on you. This prayer time should be absolutely jammed with people who are serious about Jesus. He says in Colossians 3, Since then you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above. Where Christ is seated at the right hand of God, set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. For you died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. I know why this broadcast holds a day of prayer and not very many people call. Because most people who call themselves Christians have their minds set on earthly things. They have refused to die. They've refused to let their life be hidden with Christ in God. He says, put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, greed, which is idolatry. Because of these, the wrath of God is coming. You used to walk in these ways in the life you once lived, but now you must rid yourselves of, of all such things as these, anger, rage, malice, slander, and filthy language from your lips. I get slandered often. Any person who is truly following Jesus Christ is going to be slandered. And often it's by people who say, Oh, I love you, Pastor, but behind your back, they're slandering you. It's okay. He says, do not lie to each other since you've taken off your old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge and the image of its creator. 
Here there's no Greek or Jew, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave or free, but Christ is all and is in all. Therefore is God's chosen people holy and dearly loved. Clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive whatever grievance you may have against one another. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Well, we're out of time for this broadcast today. I just want to say very quickly, thank you. The month of June for our radio broadcast is now covered. The money is in the bank. And I will send a check to Weva. The money that you give goes directly to pay for this radio broadcast. I don't take a salary. It is for the cost of the broadcast. And I want to thank each one of you who has given. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I know it was the Holy Spirit moving in your heart that caused you to give. Go to our webpage, nationalprayerchapel.com, and you can find where we meet on Sunday. We start our worship time at 10 a.m., and then we have lunch at 12. You're welcome to come. If you're searching after Jesus and you want him, then you're welcome to come. God bless you. I love you all. I'll talk to you soon. Of his glory.